This is Science Friday. I'm Maddie Safaya. And now it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KERU St. Louis Public Radio Iowa News. Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. In some Midwest states, venison is an important source of protein available in food banks. That meat is often donated by hunters. But some hunted venison can contain lead fragments, and Kansas, Missouri, and Nebraska don't require warning labels about that at food pantries. Food safety advocates say that's a big problem because some people who use food banks are already at increased risk for health complications. Joining me today to walk us through this story is my guest, Samantha Horton, fellow with NPR's Midwest Newsroom and the Missouri Independent based in Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome to Science Friday, Samantha. Thanks for having me, Maddie. Okay, let's talk about how the venison actually gets to the food bank in the first place. I mean, how does the meat go from like hunters to shelves? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of states have hunter harvested donation programs where hunters go and hunt and then they choose to donate what they kill to food banks. So for this story, when we're talking about deer season, a hunter kills a deer, takes it to a meat locker, and the program has meat lockers listed that participate in the program. And so those lockers then will process the deer by cutting it up, grinding it, and then packaging all the meat up into packages that the program has designated as the official packaging. Then those get shipped off to food banks, and then those food banks decide how to distribute it among their local population. Okay, got it. Samantha, do we know how common it is to find lead in donated venison? So that's probably the hardest thing to put a number on. And it's just because not necessarily a lot of states have in-depth studies or research that they've done looking at this. One state that I talked to, Minnesota, who does examine their donated venison, they say that they have, in the past six years or so, discarded about 10 percent of the packaging that they have found to have lead in it. So it's still a decent amount that they they feel. Iowa did test 10 packages and found two of them to have traces of lead in them. But talking with experts, there's a concern there because some pointed that that's not necessarily a large enough sampling to really get an idea of how common of an issue that would be for the state. And and are people finding lead levels in donated venison like high enough to be dangerous? And and who's most at risk? Yeah. So these are low levels of lead that we're talking about. So a lot of the things I talked about with people was the frequency that someone would consume game meat that plays into this possibly. But at the same time, the CDC has stated that there is no safe blood lead level in children that's been identified. So, you know, there starts playing this whole part of, is this preventable? Is this, you know, maybe another source of exposure for folks? Uh, That's a part that becomes a concern. And it's like one more exposure, while it might not be high enough to have a blood lead level that would cause them to investigate it, it still could cause harm. And for children, that can include effects to IQ and behavior. Got it. I mean, what kind of warning labels for lead exist in the Midwest states that you looked at? Are people aware of this? 
So the only state I found a label for was Iowa. And that's actually how I started this whole story was with Iowa's labeling because it was interesting. It was something I didn't see other states having at all. And I mean, their label reads like lead fragments may be found in processed venison. And I note that children under six years and pregnant women are at the greatest risk from lead. But at the same time, they put like in bold that like Iowa has not found cases of lead poisoning from lead and venison. And so it's there, but it's also where there's a lot of, I feel like, questions that become a thing then of like, why did this have to be put on the packaging? Is it enough of a concern to have a warning? Should more be done to prevent it? Why is there maybe not more research the state could be doing possibly to understand that? I mean, how do states actually test for lead in venison? So Minnesota is one of the, the only state that I came across that actually has a testing program for their donated venison, which really stood out to me. They x-ray all their shot harvested venison. It costs about seven to $10,000 each year transporting the meat to a testing facility. They'll x-ray it. And I spoke with Minnesota Department of Agriculture's Nicole Neeser about if she thinks it's worth the money to test. And she said it is. When we look at it as a public health safety issue, it definitely is one that we have to address and we would ask other processors to do the same. I don't think anyone would be excited about food in their refrigerator if they knew that it had lead in it. This becomes a food justice issue and the question of why people shopping at food pantries should expect anything less than what people who shop at commercial stores would expect. Keeping that all in mind, do you think we could see changes in how states test for lead in the coming years? So I talking with a lot of people during this reporting, that's something that I heard a lot is just this hope that, you know, from this reporting or just from this conversation happening, that states will consider at least testing their donated venison this next upcoming season uh, in the fall and winter just to get a better idea of if you know how much of an issue it is in their state just becoming aware of it because i think we just need more information uh there's just i think a gap in the knowledge and people want to know more okay that's about all the time we have for now i'd like to thank my guest samantha horton fellow with npr's midwest newsroom and the missouri independent based in indianapolis indiana thanks for joining us thanks for having me you can read her full story on our website, sciencefriday.com slash state of science.